0: Annual membership to Exit 5. That's valued at $275 just for checking them out. And the tool is free. If you're not already a member, this is a great opportunity. And if you are and you want to learn more, go to Apollo.io slash E5. This episode of the Exit 5 podcast is brought to you by Demandwell. DemandWell is the tech-enabled SEO solution for B2B SaaS marketers to drive results from organic. With the personalized strategic coaching of an agency and the scalability of software, they help make sure you're doing the right work to drive not just traffic, but also leads and customers with SEO. They've helped customers like Lessonly drive 40% of their revenue from organic search alone. And they helped Terminus make organic search their number one source of demos. Whether you're an SEO expert or not, you should give DemandWell a try. And as an Exit 5 listener, you can get a free ROI consultation to see just how much content you need to create to hit your revenue goals right now with organic. So go to demandwell.com backslash ROI. That's everybody's favorite three-letter word that listens to this show. ROI, demandwell.com backslash ROI. And you can go and schedule your free ROI consultation today Efficiency is more important now than ever, and SEO and organic marketing is probably one of the top channels you could be investing in if that's what you're focused on. So go and check it out. Demandwell.com/ROI. One, two, three, four, Exit. five. Exit. Five. Exit. Exit. All right, hey, welcome to this episode of the Exit 5 Podcast. I'm trying something new, something different, something that we're calling the five, which is taking five insights, lessons, learnings from in and around the Exit 5 community. Because one thing that's so amazing about having Exit 5 now is in the early days of Exit 5, used to be called something different, and it would often be fueled by my lesson or learning personally as a VP of marketing CMO, former marketing leader. Even at the time when we initially started, I was in the seat as a CMO and we started this. But now that there's 3,500 members, it's pretty amazing. Every time I go there, there's just discussions happening without me. And that is because there's thousands of people like you and me who work in B2B marketing. And this has become our forum, our water cooler, our place to ask questions, get advice. And I want to lean into that more. And so instead of me always posting, Hey, here's my perspective, starting to ask more questions inside of the community so I can get some really good discussions going. And one of those discussions happened. I asked the group about reporting to the CEO because I saw a LinkedIn post from Jason Lemkin from Saster talking about how, excuse me, that's my dog, Mo. Um, talking about how different it is reporting to the CEO for the first time. And especially if you're leading marketing and this doesn't, you don't have to be CMO or VP of marketing to do this. You could be a uh, manager, marketing manager, like I was reporting to the CEO for the first time because I'm at a startup and I wasn't like VP of marketing yet, but I was the person doing marketing, and kind of leading our marketing effort. And the CEO was, he took marketing as part of his purview and I reported to him, or all the way up to, you know, your first-time VP, and now you report to the CEO. There's a lot there, and it's because CEOs are unique people, and I'm say- <laughs> saying this with a smile on my face. It's not an easy job, and so I wouldn't expect the typical average person to be CEO, but there's lots of different things on the CEO's plate. Marketing is often one of them. They often have strong opinions about marketing, but this CEO is also managing, financing, recruiting, hiring maybe office space and leases and partnership agreements and legal stuff and co-marketing and brand partnerships and accounting and finance and hr and product and engineering and there's a lot going on and so you can't just show up to your one-on-one or have any meeting with the ceo and be like so what's up you have to manage up and you have to be proactive so I asked the Exit 5 community, I said, hey, for those of you that either report to the CEO or have in the past, what are some lessons that people should know about reporting to the CEO for the first time? And uh, we got five. I want to recap five of those things. And this will be a quick mini episode for you if you're at home listening to this wherever you are. Maybe you report to the CEO for the first time or you're going to one day, or you just need a little therapy or refresher reminder. But this is a collection of basically a bunch of comments and I kind of pulled out five of the top lessons. So number one lesson from reporting to CEO for the first time is if you don't have a plan, you'll be given one. What's the saying about a failure to plan? Well, this is definitely true for the CEO. If you're not proactive and you're not managing up and you're not owning the marketing plan, you will definitely be given one and I can relate to this lesson firsthand it's almost always better for you to have the plan first. And this could be the plan for overall marketing strategy, for hiring, for going into a new market, a plan for that new idea that came out of that new offsite. It's always better for you to bring the plan and then they can react to the plan versus having them give you and hand you the plan. I think that was from Tom Wentworth, who's the CMO of uh, Recorded Future. And uh, we just recorded a podcast actually. and He was great. I think they were doing... 250 million in ARR right now, but he had this nine-word answer, seven, eight, nine-word answer. If you don't have a plan, you'll be given one. And I like that. Number two, solutions, not problems. The reason why is it's the CEO's job to manage and react to problems all day. She's dealing with problems across finance, investors, partners, product, all the things that I mentioned earlier, and she doesn't want to manage more problems. She doesn't have time for more problems. But You can flip this balance a little bit if you bring her ideas for solutions. Now, even if you don't have, there's been many times in my career where I have not had the perfect solution. And in reality, I actually need to talk to the CEO because this person is super smart and I wanna get their opinion and I wanna like help create the solution and I wanna bring them in and help me get to the, you know, help me fix this. But you can't expect this person to just magically find react to a problem in a positive way and give you the solution. But I found that, and so have many other members in this group, if you bring her ideas for solutions, even if it's not perfect, this allows you to operate then from a proactive position. And you're going to then tap the CEO in to get you to help to find the right solution versus blowing up her day, having her react to a problem and just like be given a blank page. You also will get more help and make more progress on basically anything you're working on if you come with solutions and not problems. So Think of it like this, come with a solution, not a problem. Even if it's not the perfect one, then you're saying, hey, here's this problem that we're having and here's three possible solutions I got. This is what we're gonna talk about in our one-on-one next week. I think that's a great way to do that. And coming with a plan also forces action because it gives the CEO something to react to. Number three is optimism. I love this from John Short, who runs Compound Growth Marketing and is a frequent contributor inside the Exit 5 community. A friend of mine, somebody that we tried to work together once, would have loved to hire and work with in a prior life. But he said, CEOs look to marketing for optimism and finance for pessimism. If marketing is pessimistic, it's usually not a good mix. I also really like how Christopher Lockhead talks about marketing as the leadership department. This can be hard, especially right now, where there's a lot of bad news or slow growth happening. But the CEO wants to look to marketing for optimism. Marketing is that kind of one department that lets you play offense a little bit and you can, you literally own the narrative, you own the story. And so the CEO wants to, wants to hear optimism out of marketing. And again, back to solutions, not problems that also comes from having solutions. So instead of just saying, here's a problem, (laughs) you're saying, wait, here's a problem, but you know, look, this is going to take some time, but here's three possible paths. Here's what we're going to get. If we do X, Y, and Z, that's how you want to work with the CEO. Number four is proactive weekly updates. This is a consensus from the group. The CEO should never have to ask for the update for marketing. If the CEO comes in and says, hey, what's going on in marketing, then you're, there's already five reasons why you're going to be behind the eight ball there. Marketing should be sending her the weekly update covering only the top items that directly impact company revenue. And I think this is important because we know as marketers, there's a hundred things going on in marketing, but it's almost like the, um, the paradox of choice or me taking my kids to go and pick out one piece of candy when there's hundreds, it's impossible. And you end up looking at every single one, but if you can focus the CEO on the highest impact items, and usually that comes down to revenue. For me, I think as a marketing leader, it was like revenue and the team. That's what the CEO actually was revenue, the team and the company story. Those were the three things that the CEO cared about the most you can be proactive. And basically your goal is to not let the CEO get in the weeds. They ideally don't need to know why you chose that color for that landing page or you know why you're doing this webinar on this day versus this day. You need to like, not let them get into those type of weeds. And the way you can do that is by being proactive, sending weekly updates that cover the top line revenue stuff. And so this is usually, if I were to send a recap, it would be something that has results. Wins, what the team did last week, what the team is doing this week, where you're at versus the goals that you set. So, ideally, you have monthly, quarterly, annual goals showing some progress against those goals. Any lessons or learnings? Hey, here's one lesson from this thing that we did last week. Here's what's not, you know, here's what we're going to do instead. And then a call out. Maybe this is an opportunity to ask for help. Like, here's an area where we're stuck. And so, I always like to send out, like, a here's what's going on in marketing update this week that would run through those things and it would be a five to 10 minute slide deck and video asynchronously was great like a loom video and slides that can work really well the hard part about this is it's very easy to creep up around you know a five minute video very quickly becomes 10 minutes very quickly becomes 15 minutes and now all of a sudden you're sending the ceo at this you know 20 30 minute update you got to just have the quick talking points pretend that you have a you know, two to five minute segment on TV and you got to deliver the headlines and anything else you can drill into more in your regular meetings and one-on-ones. The fifth one is share bad news fast. This is a great one, something I didn't realize until later. And a bunch of people brought this up, which is like, look, there's going to be bad news. This is the nature of work. It's the nature of doing business. It is not all going to be going well. There's gonna be bad news, but your job is to not wait until the bad news festers and boils, overblown. Like the quicker you can get the bad news to the CEO, the better. And this could mean you lost a key hire, you know, like that top performer on your team just told you that she's quitting. Obviously, maybe not immediately are you gonna text the CEO and tell her that that happened, but you know, the quicker you can do that and digest and come up with a plan and then come back with solutions, not problems, you'll be in a better position. So there's gonna be bad news, but when there is... The best path is to be direct and shared fast. And interestingly enough, any time that I thought the CEO was gonna react super negatively, I'm like, oh man, this is the time that I'm gonna get smashed over the head. The CEOs that I've worked with in the past almost reacted positively in those situations. Like, that's a bummer. Don't worry, don't sweat. We're gonna get through this. Like that's, and I think that happened because I shared things proactively and directly. When you wait, it looks like you're hiding something. And so you gotta bring the CEO in early And I'm just a believer in like, rip the Band-Aid, right? Have the hard direct conversation earlier and it's gonna make everything else easier like most things in life. So the quicker you can share bad news, the closer you are to actually working on this problem. And I think that was a good framing from somebody in, in the community, right? The quicker you share the bad news, the closer you are to working on the solution. And look, given the nature of the job, the CEO is gonna be used to bad news. She's dealing with bad news all day. She probably just hung up on her prior Zoom call and add more bad news. So you're not the only one doing it. But again, solutions, not problems. Don't just deliver the bad news and drop a bomb and walk away. Also, you can hurt the company or put other things at risk by holding on to this bad news longer than necessary. So take a deep breath, tell her, and move on. The quicker you can do it, the better. And like I said earlier, the reaction is often better uh, than you might expect. So those are five kind of rough guardrails lessons that we have from the Exit 5 community about reporting to the CEO for the first time, which can definitely be tricky if you've never done it before. But if you're listening to this and you're not in the Exit 5 community, that's like literally why we created this community is to give you a forum, give you a place to have these type of discussions. And so that's why it's here. Come in, join us, exit5.com. If you're already in there as a member, thank you. Discussions like this make it so great. But I wanted to share this. This is what we're gonna call the five each week roughly or so we'll see how it goes each week we're going to bring you insights the five from exit five five insights from the community they might be a recap of what's going on in there it might be a specific lesson like this five lessons from reporting to the ceo for the first time thanks for all the support with exit five if you haven't joined go check it out you can also get on the email list if you're not on there yet if you're not ready to join make the plunge you don't have to. We'll send you free stuff for a bit and then you can decide to join later. So, exit5.com. I'm Dave. I'm the founder and creator of Exit 5 and host of this podcast. And I'll see you later. Exit. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Exit 5 podcast. If you're in B2B marketing and you want to grow your career, you should also go and check out everything that we have over at exit5.com. We've got articles, we've got videos, we've got templates. Plus, we have a community, a community of over 4,000 B2B marketing pros. We're always adding new stuff. It's really becoming the number one place you can go if you want to grow your career and learn more about B2B marketing outside of what you're doing inside of your company every day. So check it out, exit5.com. Hey, it's Dave. This episode of the exit five podcast is brought to you by Apollo.io. If you share a pipeline goal with your sales team, then you care about the deliverability rate of your team's outbound emails. No email visibility means no meetings. This becomes the silent nightmare for us marketers you often don't even know that this is happening. And the most common cause of it, it's actually an easy one to fix. You're not using the right tool. That's why hundreds of marketers at companies like Mutiny are switching to Apollo.io. Apollo has every tool you need to power your entire outbound and inbound motions. Yep, that's right, I said inbound emails too. You can ask their team about it. Marketers using Apollo have seen outbound email deliverability jump from 62% to 98% after making the switch. 98%, Ninety-eight percent. That means more replies, more meetings, and of course, more booked pipeline. Want to see what type of results you can get? Head over to Apollo.io/e5, Apollo.io/e5 right now, and book a meeting with their team to get set up. And as a thank you for your time, they will give you a free annual Exit5 membership. For booking a meeting that's valued at $275. Go check them out Apollo.io/e5. Hello, hello, hello. This episode of the Exit5 podcast is brought to you by Apollo.io. If you share a pipeline goal with your sales team, then you care about the deliverability of your team's outbound emails. No email visibility means no chance to get that meeting. This is the silent nightmare for marketers. We often don't even know that this is happening. The most common cause of it, it's actually an easy one to fix. You're not using the right tool. That's why hundreds of marketers at companies like Mutiny are switching to Apollo.io. Apollo has every tool you need to power your entire outbound and inbound motions. Yep, that's right. I said inbound emails too. You can ask their team about what that is. Marketers using Apollo have seen outbound email deliverability jump from 62% to 98% after making the switch. 98% that means more replies, more meetings, and of course, more pipeline. Want to see what type of results you can get with Apollo? Head over to Apollo.io slash e5. Apollo.io slash e5. If you go there right now, their team will set you up with a free account for you. And as a thank you for your time, check this out. You're going to get a free annual membership to Exit 5. That's valued at $275 just for checking them out. And the tool is free. If you're not already a member, this is a great opportunity. And if you are and you want to learn more, go to apollo.io slash e5.